episode six. It's the How About That podcast. You already know what we are talking about today because it's finally here. It is March. It is madness. It is so beautiful. There's no better time of the year. We will break down each region, give you our thoughts, as well as answering some of your questions as we go region by region, leading up to those final four and championship picks that we'll have for you. There's nothing else that needs to be said. Let's get it started. Brooksby Buckman, let's get it. Again, everybody, and welcome to episode six. Jack already said it. It's bracket season. The NCAA tournament is upon us. It's time to overthink everything that you're doing for the past 48 hours and for the next 12 hours. Boys, let's go. Finally here. But JB, what do you have to say real quick about a different division? (laughs) Uh, We're talking division two a little. A quick shout out to my screaming eagles. Home squeaks coming back in the Sweet 16 against all tribals. Bellaman, they were down 16 at half, came back to win by seven. Heading to the lead eight, Hugh and Evansville at the Ford Center. It'll be loud. There will be home court advantage. It's wild. That's all I got to say. Quick shout out to my guys. So. Way to go, team. Yep. Quick, quick shout out to West Liberty, too. They lost to uh, Mercyhurst. I got a, a friend on uh, West Liberty. Good season. Good season. I have no shout out. Yeah, not a big, uh, not a big deeds in basketball guy. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll get into our first segment, and we're going to talk about what the committee got right and what the committee got wrong. So, Zach, what do you got for us? Committee got right. What they got right is the one seeds. Uh, I think the three ACC teams was definitely uh, the right move. If you look at the Duke and North Carolina game, I think North Carolina was the only team that was probably what you were wondering about, even though Virginia lost to Florida State 29-3. Their resume was ridiculous, but... I think North Carolina proved they deserved the one seed just as much as anybody in a game they really should have won against Duke. Went down to the final shot, final seconds. That game was unbelievable. It was just played at a completely different level. So I think they earned it. Gonzaga was the only one I was kind of curious about. You know, their resume, obviously well done, but that, you know, terrible conference and that loss in the conference finals, I didn't know if they'd be bumped, but they did deserve the one seed. So I think that was my right uh, for, for what the committee got right. What the committee got wrong is the tournament winners getting disrespected. And two I want to talk about specifically is my Big East boys, Villanova. Uh, they are the Big East Conference regular season champions and outright champions. They had bad losses to Furman and, and you know, a bad start to the season early on, but they've really found themselves coming along here. One, like I said, regular season and outright. Just get the six seed. Thought I'd slide the five. Cincinnati as well, uh, you know, winning their conference tournament, beating Houston, finally getting over the ledge against them. And finally knocking them off. Jared Cumberland is a guy that can, you know, get you to another round by himself. Uh, he's an absolute talent, even though Mick Cronin's the biggest dick in college basketball. Uh, I thought Cincinnati and Nova got screwed for winning their tournament, uh, which, you know, Cincy, it does wonder, you know, if those Sunday games uh, affect, you know, their, their ability to move up because it's so late. So that's what I got for you to start off. I would agree with the uh, you're wrong there. 
Um, I think this year with the, the committee looking at different criteria than they have in the past, previously it was big on the last 10 games, so the conference tournament was huge. Um, and now kind of going away from that, uh, you, we definitely saw that change this year. I think that that also puts a team like Tennessee at a disadvantage with a possible uh, round of 32 matchup against Cincinnati and then a Sweet 16 matchup against Villanova going against two hot teams maybe in the, two of their first three games. Uh, so, I mean, it could knock out teams early. I really don't think the Sunday games mean anything because the team you didn't mention was Michigan State. Now going to a little Michigan, uh, a little JB rant section here. Oh, early. Yes, early. <laughs> but they didn't only get MSU's region wrong by pairing them with Duke. They got the whole seed wrong. Michigan State should have been a one seed, probably the third seed in the NCAA tournament over Carolina and Gonzaga, in my opinion. They were the only team. That, okay, Carolina won the ACC regular season, didn't win the tournament. Gonzaga didn't even win their conference tournament. Tennessee, I put uh, N. And NA, what's that mean? Not applicable? Oh, yeah, because they didn't win any conference championship. <laughs> and yet Tennessee on the full rankings was still higher than Michigan State. Michigan State had more quad one wins than Carolina, Zaga, and Tennessee. The strength of schedule was uh, higher than Zaga and Tennessee. And the Big Ten had the most teams in the tournament. And Michigan State won the regular season and the conference tournament and didn't get a one seed. That's absurd that they didn't get a one seed. And not only do they do that, then they put them with Duke because they still put Tennessee higher. So Michigan State's location, the closest location was D.C., which makes no sense because Michigan's going out west and getting an easier draw. I don't care about location. Send Michigan State out west with Zaga. They just got completely screwed. That was, the, that was one of the worst choices by the committee I've ever seen. I'm not kidding. I, I would agree that I think that this whole region thing is a bunch of bullcrap. It's not like Washington, D.C. is even that close. That's like a 15-hour drive at least. Um, it really made no sense for them to just throw them in there for regional purposes. If you're putting your best two seed with your best overall seed, that, that doesn't give the two seed an advantage. I think that, ex you know, exactly putting them with the Michigan, or, I mean, flip-flopping them, giving the team who lost to them, you know, an hour, 30 minutes before uh, the bracket was revealed is a bunch of bull crap. So, you know, usually I don't agree with JB on a lot of his rants, but I agree with him on this one. And Tennessee, Sunday games mean nothing because Tennessee just got beat down by Auburn by 20. And Michigan State beat Michigan for a third time in the season, and Tennessee was still higher on the rankings than Michigan State was. I just don't get it. Like, it just doesn't make sense to me. But, that part is confusing. But something uh, I think they got right is I love them picking Belmont in the tournament over the big name teams like Bama, IU, TCU, Clemson, what NC was that State. Team? What was that second team? Oh, IU, the Indiana Hoosiers. Oh, yes. they did not make it. Yeah, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Okay. Uh, even NC State didn't make it, which I thought was actually. I was surprised by that. I think they should have got in over uh, Washington or Arizona State. But I'm happy they put Belmont in, and you know this is coming out tomorrow. But Belmont's up six with about six minutes to go. So. Yeah, looks that, like out. So, but I think yeah, that's. I was good with the bubble. Uh, I think, yeah, like you said, three teams from the Pac-12 is disgusting. Uh, but I think it was okay. You know, the Hoosiers are out. It's okay. You guys got Keon Brooks next year's looking good. Uh, I'm sorry, correction. Keon Brooks went to Kentucky. That's, that's tough. Uh, but <laughs> I thought the bubble overall was fine this year. Yeah, I mean, it, there was no discrepancies at all. Um, I don't think any IU person can complain after the season that they've had. 
And especially seeing Ohio State get in there, it clearly made sense that the winner of that game was going to the tournament. They lost it. Um, that was in their own hands, and they blew it. Uh, I, I, I think if any team shouldn't have deserved to be in, I, I think a team like Temple, I really didn't. I, I mean, but at the same time, every once in a while, you know, a team like Syracuse won their first four game, and they went on a run. I think every year, first four team has won a first-round game as well. But overall, it's not like any of these things really make an overall impact on the tournament. Uh, there are 11 seeds after all. So, I, yeah, I don't, I don't disagree with anything that the committee did there. And, I'm, it, and that plays into my right or wrong. I really think that this was the first year in a long time that there hasn't been any big issues with the committee. I think the committee did a lot of things right. Um, maybe besides placing a couple teams, maybe they're seeding some teams overseeded, some teams underseeded, putting a team like Michigan State in, I think, the wrong region. Um, I think that those are some kinks that can be worked out. But overall, I don't think I've heard very many issues with how the tournament bracket played out this year. Yeah, another one like that is Cincinnati. They're going to be playing in Columbus. And if they win, there'll be a game against Iowa and play Tennessee. It's going to be a home game from Cincinnati. And Tennessee should have the home court advantage in that one. So I don't get that. A little disadvantage to Tennessee. But Yeah, Kansas could go to Kansas City for the Sweet 16, also against North Carolina. So, a couple, couple of mistakes, but overall, I think the committee did a nice job. I agree. I agree. I agree. Well, I think if that's what everyone's got for the right or wrong, we can start to talk about the magic that is Let's Madness. Let's go. go to that top left. Let's go to that East region. Number one seed, Duke. Number two seed, Michigan State. What are our thoughts on this region? Uh, I, I don't I know can, who wants to get this started. I can, I can start us off. So, I don't think when I'm looking at the bracket, I don't think there's many sleeper teams in this region. I think the one, two, three, and four will all end up in the Sweet 16. I think Mississippi State is going to go down to Liberty. I think Belmont could beat Maryland. I think Minnesota beats Louisville. So it's a little upsets in the first round. But when it's all said and done, I think Michigan State, LSU, Vodtech, and uh, Duke get there. And so I. I really don't think there's many sleeper teams that run. I think that's kind of chalk in that bracket with Michigan State and Duke ending up in the Elite Eight. And I'll hold off on my final four pick till later on that one. But I think it's pretty much chalk in that one down the road. I, I think that overall, I mean, we'll see this play a lot this year. The top eight teams, and I mean, really the top teams in the bracket are clearly the better teams in this year's bracket. Um, but then it's going to be, a, it's, it's the year of the chalk. Uh, and with that being said, there's going to be a bunch of upsets. But I, I, I don't like LSU in this bracket. Um, they don't shoot the ball well from three. I mean, they're athletic, but they also just lost their head coach. I think that playing a – I think Yale could be a sleeper team in this bracket. Um, they have an NBA player on their team. And I think that's huge to see with – I forget the guy's name. It's some weird name. Um, but having an NBA player on your mid-major team to kind of give you that step up is big uh they've been playing well in the ivy league the ivy league has always been known for upsets and i think that they play belmont in the um round of 32 because i think belmont will be the first four team that upsets a struggling maryland team who kind of just stumbled across the finish line so i think yale matt would match up well on that game and that would put yale in the Sweet 16. So that is my sleeper team for the East region. But other than that, I got Duke, Vatek, Michigan State. I think it is a lot of chalk there. Um, no upsets. I know a lot of people are liking that Liberty, Mississippi State upset. Zach, 
probably has that looking at him right now. Personally, I don't like that 512. I think 512s are talked about too much. Um, I know that they're the upsets everyone likes, but last year there was none of them. So, yeah, that's what I got. I have Mississippi State advancing. I think Weatherspoon is okay. a good, very good one-on-one player. I think they can advance. I don't think Liberty has the firepower. I agree. If Belmont wins, I do like them past Maryland. Maryland, just like you said, just did not finish well, and they don't shoot the ball very well. And if, if Cowan is going and, and Bruno isn't dominating, they don't have much. So I like them. I would agree with the first round. I like the chalk. Some interesting matchups. Taco versus Zion in the second round would be absolutely electric. Zion is going to do anything to dunk on him. So that's going to be fun to watch. Uh, but I do have a little switch up. Obviously, I like in the Sweet 16, I like Virginia Tech Duke. And th- this is the, the team that I think could take Duke down, possibly. I don't have it. I don't I have, have it. it. Do you? Okay. I think Virginia Tech shoots the ball extremely well. I know they beat Duke without Zion, but they also didn't have Justin Robinson. Blackshear at the five is a... You know, can play all five positions and is absolutely dominant. Uh, I think this is a team that Duke needs to be very careful of. I'm more worried about Virginia Tech looking ahead and just getting there. But I think yeah. if they can get to that Sweet 16, that's something to watch. My other Sweet 16, I do like LSU. A lot of question marks. They got the talent. Brooksy, you're already laughing because you know what I'm going to say next. Uh, but I like LSU playing the Ville. Chris Max, oh Cardinals. Oh, my God. Look, I know every time, every time Michigan State isn't supposed to win, they win. And I get that. And Cassius Winston is unbelievable. And I doubt them again and again and again, and they win again and again and again. However, I, I don't think they have the firepower. I think Louisville's battle-tested. I know Michigan State is too, but playing that ACC conference, obviously Michigan State lost them already, but I don't even care about that. I don't. I don't care about that. I'm not even going to mention it, but it did. They lost to them. But I think the Ville are going to take them down. I like Jordan Aurora. I like their size. Uh, I know Cassius is big, but uh, I like the overall size and athleticism at Louisville to advance. I, I am speechless. I'm yeah. speechless on this right now. The the fact that they already played, I know you didn't want to mention that, that goes into this game. Winston, Louisville does not win that first game if Winston does not foul out with four minutes to go. They, well, missed nine, they missed nine free throws, and Louisville shot 18 more free throws than them that game. And Michigan State missed nine of those. Langford also played. Langford also played. So if you want to talk about the last game, you, you... They've been fine without him, though. It's not like I know, but I'm just saying. They, they beat him with Langford. Have you not Langford watched... Gone. Have you I not watched, watched Winston down the stretch of games recently? This is why I said I didn't want to bring up the last game. I knew it would. Got, I don't care about the last game. I've seen Winston. Louisville is going to knock Chris. They're knocking off. No, first of all, Louisville's not even going to get past Minnesota. Oh my Minnesota's, God. Minnesota's been playing really well lately. Besides getting <laughs> clobbered by Michigan, going oh, their last game losing by thirty. Yeah, no, they're playing good ball. Yeah, they've also beat Purdue twice in the last few weeks. You know, I don't like Purdue that much this year. Um. I, one, I will one, say real quick, ahead. there's two date every year. There's a, there's a one in a, or a two seed that gets upset and doesn't usually two of them that you don't get to the second weekend. Louisville and Cincinnati are the teams to look out for that. No way. I just don't think that Michigan State loses to Louisville. I don't see it happening. I think that Michigan nope. State they just they they keep winning when they're not supposed to. Like you said, Zach, it's not like this year. It's I know they're a two seed and I know that they're highly ranked. But people keep doubting them and doubting them and doubting them this year, and they keep winning, 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 winning. Also, I mean, Izzo and March, like, they're not going. Kind of old news, Brooks. <laughs> okay, but Izzo and March is old news. They're not going four straight years without being past the first weekend in March. I sure hope not. They're, I, they're going to be calling for his head. I really hope you put that in your bracket because that's just three points against you. You're so. looking at it right now. 600 wins yes. my ass going down. Winston would take over that game. He might go for 25 and 12 that game. He can. They'll still lose. He can do that. Wow. All right. 
One only... one last thing. One last thing about Winston though. Okay. The Naismith. I'm talking about the Naismith final four play of the year is coming out. What a joke those four are. I know Zion's gonna win it, and right, rightfully so. But uh, Roy Hashimura, good. I like him for Gonzaga. But John Morant plays in the Ohio Valley. He's a stud. Can't fault him for that. No. no, you can't. He's a stud. But Grant Williams should not be ahead of Cassius Winston on the voting. That is a utter joke. Grant Williams does not show up in big games. Auburn did not show up. Actually, did you watch the end of that Kentucky game? He took over the game. He completely took over the Kentucky game. He had two well, ones and a three in the last three minutes. Because he played good against Auburn. And against that Kentucky. Auburn had 22 threes. That's, that's, no one played well against Auburn. They, that game was... Auburn had a layup. They threw it out for a three and launched it for volleyball and hit. That's Cassius, Cassius Winston shows up in every big game with uh, two of uh, his best players uh, out basically the whole season. Well, uh, not basically the whole season. He should be ahead of Grant Williams in the vote and ahead of John Morant, even though uh, John Morant's... It's not fair to say Grant. Not. I mean, oh, he's good, but Winston should be... I hope, I, hope they, I hope they get throttled. I'm going to just reel this back into the bracket. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go back to Duke Montech matchup. Everybody, let me tell you one thing about how I fill my bracket. Statistics, computer rankings, and trends. Let's talk about statistics and trends real quick. Um, <coughs> everyone says, you know, the famous quote, history repeats itself. Well, let me tell you something about history real quick. Since 2007, only five teams who have shot the ball from the three-point line at a percentage less than 33% have made it to the Elite Eight. Five teams. Duke shoots the three-point at 30% this year. I think that with Justin Robinson coming back, like Zach said earlier, if they can make it past the first weekend, that's a dangerous matchup. I think Justin Robinson, I mean, they were completely unstoppable when Justin Robinson was playing at the beginning of the year. If he comes back in and the chemistry clicks like it did at the beginning of the year, Duke's dangerous. Something to keep out. I mean, something to keep an eye on. Marquise Bolden, if he's out, that's big for Duke because they're that's another guy down low. Who's, they don't have five fouls anymore. It could put Zion in foul trouble, maybe. Um, so I think that. I mean, yeah, that's that's not wrong. But anyways, it's just something to keep an eye out for. I, I agree. Vodtech matches up well against Duke. Um, and also another fact is that since 2013, I mean, that was 2013 was the last time that an <laughs> One overall seed won the national championship. I think also made the final four. So that's something to keep an eye out for. I think Duke, um, they're young. They can't shoot the ball well. They don't shoot free throws well. I don't like any of those in a blind test. Duke, Duke doesn't pass that blind test. I think they get upset early to Vate. There it is. That's holy. Uh, just to, you know, we, we're mixing some of these questions here. We appreciate all the questions we got from March at Jimmy underscore Sutton three. He's a Hoosier. Sorry, man, that blows. But his question is, who's your favorite to make a Cinderella run? So, Buckman, in this region, you have Yale in the Sweet 16. Is that as far yep. of a Cinderella team? Is that your team? Sweet that 16? is my team in the East okay. for Cinderella okay. Yale. Okay, I like it. All right, well, I mean, I think, uh, I think we're ready to move on to the next one. I think we – Brooks, we good? Yeah, we're good. Yeah. We'll come back. We'll come back. We'll, back. Yeah, we'll come back. back. All right, let's go to the West. So, in the West, we have – the always terrifying, never knew what to do with them, Gonzaga Bulldogs. We have the two seed, who Brooks is not happy about, the Michigan Wolverines. What do we think? Um, go ahead, uh, Buck. Go ahead, Buck. All right, listen. Gonzaga, they have a tough road. They do. That zone defense, if they beat Baylor, which could be a tough matchup, that could be something. But I think that um, Gonzaga, they have the best offense that they've had in a while. 
Um, they have a lot of weapons. I think that they can get past that, but also you have to look at Florida State if that's a potential Sweet 16 matchup. Florida State's been playing well against great teams. That's another tough matchup. Um, but ultimately, I do have Gonzaga making it to the Elite Eight. Um, this is a region of practical chalk for me. Um, Gonzaga, Florida State, Michigan, my one uh, discrepancy. You're fine. Is, uh, <laughs> one discrepancy is um, Mac got to follow the Mac and Buffalo beats Texas Tech and makes it to the Sweet 16. Um, but other than that, I really don't think I have any matchups. The big matchup that a lot of people are looking for that we got one of our questions. If somebody wants to read that Marquette versus Murray State. I have Marquette. I don't think uh, John Morant can, can carry his team. So, yeah, that question was from A. Greeners, uh, Marcus Howard or John Morant in round one. And if I had to take, I've I'm taking Marcus Howard all day. He shows up in big yep. games. He averages 25 in the Big East compared to John Morant. I think he was averaging 25 or 26 in the Ohio Valley. I'm not saying he wouldn't do that in the Big East, but I know. But Marcus Howard shows up in big games. He's a little hurt, but I still th- I think Murray State's a team a lot of people are going to take because of John Morant, and I don't think they have as good a team as people think they do. I think they have, rely on him. And I think when they go up against a big team like Marquette, Marquette will handle them pretty easily. Yeah, Brooksy, I'm with you. This is actually one of my talking points is I think Marquette got absolutely screwed in the draw. Uh, I, I do think they're going to beat Murray State. I'm with you. John Morant's good. Marcus Howard is just as good. And then, you know, if you look at what both teams have, I don't think Murray State can hang with them. But I just hate Marquette's matchup in the second round. The Housers really struggle with length and athleticism. And my God, do those two words go with Florida State. Yeah. So I just yeah. I really don't like Marquette getting past that, unfortunately. I think the big question in this bracket is, is the bottom, really the top two, I guess, but the bottom of this bracket is nuts. I think Buffalo, Texas Tech, Nevada, and Michigan all have the ability to play in that Elite Eight game. I, I mean, I, right now, I'm, I'm still pondering right now. I just don't know what Nevada team is going to show up. I'm not even, I'm nervous about Florida against them. I think they can advance, and I think they have the talent to beat Michigan. I'm with you on Buffalo. I like them in the Sweet 16 over Texas Tech. Uh, but this Nevada-Michigan game that could potentially happen uh, on the second round is, is extremely interesting. There's so much talent on the floor. I, um, I know you guys. I will say. Oh, I'm thinking Texas. I, I think Texas Tech beats them. I think okay. they're really good defensively. I think a lot of people are liking Buffalo. I know they have some big wins, but I think Texas Tech is a little underrated. They got Joe Culver. I think he can. He, I mean, he averages 90 points a game. He's a stud. So, so I think he can make big plays. And their defenses, they have a Michigan type defense with a stall, unlike Michigan. So. I like Texas Tech a lot. Let me tell you something, JB, history, trends. Um, teams who are ranked, unranked coming oh. into the season, but end um, as a, excuse me, end as a top 10 team, I believe is the thing, um, get upset early, at, like practically every time, except for Michigan last year. So and I just want to point Michigan, out. And, and Michigan was in the final last year? I said, except for it's like one in 55. Like, also, literally, Buckland's been complaining, like, literally just complaining uh, before we got on the show about how he hasn't been able to dial in on his brackets because of work. And he's just spewing <laughs> bullshit facts at us right now. Like, you clearly have time. What are you talking oh, about? I, I mean, I, while I have the opportunities to read up on it, I am yeah, reading up on okay, it. There we go. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, going back to the top real quick, I really almost picked Syracuse to beat the Zags. Uh, but I do have Florida State beating the Zags. I think Florida State's athleticism is a lot for them to handle. Uh, if I mean, Gonzaga only shoots 34% from the three. So just to get past Syracuse will be interesting because Syracuse is such a tough out in the tournament because no one's used to playing that zone in that size. But I think they get past them. 
barely, and then end up losing to Florida State. I, I agree with that. That guy hasn't played a team like Syracuse in that defense. You can't, you can't like match that in practice at all. I think Zaga does get past them, but that would be that would be one of my favorite second round matchups. Absolutely. But a sleeper Personally, team, I, I don't think that Florida State scores the ball scores the scores enough to compete with a team like Gonzaga, who just is the best offense in the nation. That's they're my six, one thing. They're six men leads the leads their team in scoring. That's how balanced they are. They're six men. I'm not. I'm. I'm not saying they're unbalanced. I'm saying they don't score enough. I'm saying any of the. Okay. <laughs> well, going There's back to another the, trend that I can say on that, but I'm just gonna. Uh, I rather you not. Yeah. yeah. Going back to the bottom of Rex, though. <laughs> uh, I don't, <laughs> you talked about them a little in Nevada. You don't know yeah. what's up, and if Carolina's gonna be healthy, right? But if they, if they play well, I think they are capable of, of beating Florida. Of course, I think they're capable of beating Michigan. I think Michigan has struggled to score the ball down the stretch of games. They struggled to close out some games lately, and especially against. Michigan State both times, basically. They had lead of 12 and 13 against them and blew them both. So I think Nevada can score the ball. Michigan struggles down the stretch of scoring. I think that could give Michigan some problems. So I think I'm going to take – I'm picking Nevada on that one. So okay. I got Nevada. Yeah, on be a great game. So that will be my sleeper pick from that region. That is going to be a good one. I think, you know, one of our questions is uh, who could be a breakout player in this tournament. I don't think he's going to be, unfortunately, because of their draw. But – if Marquette makes it out, Marcus Howard is obviously a name you have to watch because the guy can line it up at any time if he's healthy. I'm kind of worried about his, his health uh, heading into this tournament. Uh, good. Yep. All right. All right. South region. So we're going to the right side. We're going to the south region. That gives us number one seed, commonly talked about podcast team here. Virginia Cavaliers at number one. And at number two, we have the almighty Admiral Schofield volunteer shout-out lunch. They pull in the two seed. So, what do we like in the South? I'm liking a lot of chalk again, honestly. I think Cincinnati and Columbus give Tennessee a bunch of problems. But I think Tennessee does get past them. I know you guys are talking about Virginia, Virginia, Virginia this year. They showed up against Florida State, Zach, didn't they? Played really well. So, I, Florida State size athleticism. That's what's going to beat Virginia. And that's why we'll talk later about why they won't make it. I think, Tennessee, I think Tennessee is uh, going deep. I, like, I know I talked a little crap on Grant Williams, though. I mm-hmm. like Golden Bone. I, I love Schofield. Yep. I like their team. I still think they'll overcome that horrible loss to Auburn and make a run. Yep. Uh, matchup to watch for, you'll probably mention it because you're a Big East guy, but Nova Purdue in the second round will be a great matchup. I think I'm not that big of a fan of Purdue. I think Nova is undefeated. I think Purdue was a little overseeded, so that's more of a full five matchup, in my opinion, than a 3-8. So that's a toss-up to me. I think I'm going to take Nova, but I'm debating that one still. Yeah, this, I'd, actually, no, I'd actually send my – I know we made a deal about Purdue earlier. I believe it was episode five. <laughs> I did not know Purdue would be a three and Nova would be the six there, so I'm going to gladly pull out of that bet by myself. <laughs> um, and Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you, if Purdue gets past Old Dominion, I think they will. Nova is going to – to Mac Purdue. I'm sorry. Ty Preston, Purdue fans out there, it's not going to happen. I don't think Purdue can match up. You got Harms at the five. He's got to guard Jermaine Samuels or Pascal at the five. And these are guys that can light it up from three and drive. I just think the, the matchups for Purdue against Nova are not ideal. I also don't think this is a chalk bracket at all. I like, Oregon, I like Oregon over Wisconsin, and I like a Dean Wade-less Kansas State losing to UC Irvine. 
uh, and that I like that 13 versus 12 going into the second round with Oregon uh, advancing to the Sweet 16. I this for me. Oh, oh got it. Make your point, JB. No, Make go, your point. Go talk, go talk about Oregon for a while, Buck. All right. Well, um, while we're talking about Oregon, I watched Oregon throughout the entire Pac-12 conference. <laughs> they were the only winners that I had gambling-wise um, throughout the entire conference tournament weekend. So I know Oregon basketball really well. Let me tell you something. They can score. And they can play defense. And that's what I need for my teams that are hot. They've won their last seven straight against the spread and straight up. Let's go. Listen, I watched Oregon. Oregon played Utah, and they could not score the basketball. But they stayed in the game. And then, bang, second half, they lit it up. And you watch it in the game, you're like, wow, this was a dominating performance. Oregon, they're going to beat a Wisconsin team who just, I mean, they're another yeah. Big Ten team who just kind of yeah. struggling at the end. They're going to they play a 13 seed. Oregon is an underrated. I know the Pac-12 sucks, but Oregon, they're another team who won the conference tournament, got underseeded. I mean, they're going to go on a run. They have such an easy run to the Sweet 16. That is a lock. What about a Final Four team with both? Exactly. That's, that's what people don't understand. They found their stride. They were a top 10 ranked team in the country at the end of the season. They found their stride without their best player. I mean, this team don't sleep. Don't Go sleep ahead, on the Brooks. top. This I, is the I, typical everyone picking the twelve. The five is going to this win. This isn't even a twelve seed. They're favored. No. <laughs> what do you mean? Seven in a row. I get that they're hot. They're playing in the worst conference in college basketball. They no team from the Pac-12 should have been in the tournament. Washington doesn't have a win over the field. Arizona State shouldn't have got in. Oregon only got in because they won the conference tournament. I get that they're hot. Wisconsin slows down the pace of games. They control I mean, the tempo. Their defense is good. They don't give up a lot of points. That's like, you're literally saying it's like Oregon. Baby. Yeah. Oregon doesn't need to be fast paced. That's the thing, though. They Wisconsin don't. wins Oregon, at game. Oregon plays right. great defense, too. And Oregon can score still. Like, I, they can score the ball in any way. Like, you watch what? them. Boom. They go on a hot down low. They go hot <laughs> around the arc. I mean, boom, bang, boom, bang. And, oh, my gosh. Wisconsin <laughs> knows that style of game better than Oregon does. They've been doing it for years. A team, like, Mich- a team like Michigan State that speeds the ball up, it has Oregon to- doesn't speed the ball up. Yes, that's the thing. Michigan State, yeah, Michigan State yeah. gives... Okay. Michigan, is, oh, he's a classic white oh, basketball player. Michigan State gives him. problems to Wisconsin. <laughs> Michigan State gives problems to Wisconsin because they speed the ball up. Michigan struggles with Wisconsin because they play the same style as Wisconsin. A team that plays the same style as Wisconsin is going to struggle with Wisconsin. Okay. Wisconsin, they showed they can win without Hap in the Nebraska game. However, they look terrible. Ethan Hap forgot how to dribble that game. Yeah. Wooten will be guarding Hap, possibly the best athlete in college basketball. If he can stay, oh my God, he just gets up. If he can stay <laughs> disciplined. I, Brad Davidson's the biggest punk in college basketball. I like Trice. He, can, he hits big shots. But I just, I, it's, Oregon just has a little more fire right now, a little more mo. That I think Wisconsin has coming in. I agree with you on if they slow the pace down as slow as Wisconsin, I agree Wisconsin can win. That's a valid point. But if this game gets sped up, even in the slightest, Peyton Pritchard is going to control this game yep. the way he wants to. And I think Oregon uh, will be happen finally happening. They're a classic, a classic UConn team. I mean, just get hot at the right time. You have the guard play. You play defense, but you score when you need to. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I think that this team could go on a run farther than the Sweet 16. I'm not going to do it. No. I'll get into that. But other than that, I mean, that, that's just where the upsets start for me personally. 
Uh, I have the 12 over the five. Zach said it best. Kansas State has been struggling, and if they're losing their top score, one of their best rebounders, they're screwed against a great UC Irvine team. Um, uh, Villanova, I think they could lose to St. Mary's, but if they win that game, they, I think they could, but I don't have that. I'm saying I think they could. Don't. St. Mary's has been playing good ball. They can guard the three-pointer, and Villanova has the highest like three-point uh, use in tournament history. Oh, my God. Nova's going to murder them. I put I'm... a fat parlay that includes Nova <laughs> minus five and Syracuse minus two. St. Mary's beat Nova in 2010. When Jay Wright was asked about this matchup, you know what he talked about? First thing he said was 2010. He will get that. his boys prepared. They're going to throttle St. Mary. Well, I have Nova, too. Okay. I think that they then beat Purdue because Carson Edwards is not going to be – Carson Edwards is going to shoot Purdue out of this tournament. We're going to leave yeah. it at that. So Villanova is going to be 16. And they're playing Cincinnati. The Bearcats. Wow. With the home game against Tennessee – Listen, let me tell you two things. Number one, Not terrible, if there is a two seed who has finished the last 10 games with six or less wins, they oh, tend to lose. There's two of them too. this year, Michigan and Tennessee. That's number one. And number two, if you're a top-ranked seed, a one or a two seed with an adjusted defense on Ken Palm rankings outside of the top 20, you don't make it out of the first weekend. Tennessee, they don't have that. They're done. Cincinnati, they're a lock to the Sweet 16 where they play Villanova, then Villanova is going to creep them their way in. Defending national champions, not a Cinderella team, but they make themselves the Elite Eight. So you're just spitting facts right now. The only the lock of so Cincinnati stupid. with Tennessee, the only thing they got going for them is games and being Columbus. That's the only that thing they got Tennessee doesn't have a... And it uh, doesn't matter that much. I mean, yeah. there's so many historical trends that just point to that Tennessee team losing. I don't trust them. Did you see your historical trends about Michigan last year, and then went to the final. One okay. in fifty-five. One yeah, in they 55. were the one team that one got to the 55. final. I, I'm be honest. I would like my odds there. <laughs> I'm taking the fifty-five, and you're taking the one. All right, have fun. All right, well, under hit wow. in Belmont, baby. I, I think I already know where we're at right yeah. now. That was just all right. Well, I think, <laughs> I, I, think I think we're ready to move on to our final bracket, and this is an interesting one. Uh, I think powerhouses on the top and bottom. You got number one, North Carolina playing great ball and playing just as well, despite you know kind of blowing that game at the end against Tennessee. Number two, Kentucky. Thought. Uh, I I think it's going to be Carolina versus Kentucky in the Elite Eight again. Yeah, I think Carolina will kind of roll through the top. I actually like Kansas to lose to Northeastern. Oh, okay. Yes, I like that as well. I like that as well. I like Kansas to lose to the Northeastern. Northeastern averages like 77 points a game. They can score the ball. Kansas they, has been struggling. Once Vic left that team, they've been a completely different team. They've been struggling. I know Grimes and Lawson can take over a game if they want to against Northeastern. But I think that's a 13-4 to watch out for. Uh, Auburn's hot. I, they live and die by the three. I do like Auburn to get to the Sweet 16. But I think they play the same style, Auburn and Carolina. I think Carolina's a little better than them at that. So, let him know, Zach. Jimmy Sutton, three. Here's your sleeper team: New Mexico State to the Sweet Sixteen. Book it. New Mexico State is athletic. They pound the glass. They also played a Kansas team at the start of the year in a neutral site, Kansas City neutral site bullshit in Kansas City. They lost by three to a Kansas team that still had Azabuki and Vic. Revenge Tour, second round in Mexico State versus Kansas. 
I think Auburn's going to be looking ahead. I think they're feeling mighty high. Like you said, their Brooks live and die by the three. I think they fall short. I like New Mexico State beating Kentucky, beating Kansas to go to the Sweet 16 at the top. I have that as well. New Mexico yeah. State beating Northeastern. Um, Northeastern, balanced scoring, good defense. That's what I like to see. They beat Kansas. And then I think Auburn, they're one of those teams where they just live and die by the three. So I think they lose to New Mexico State. So New Mexico State beats Northeastern. Makes the Sweet 16. I agree. Oh, you have like four plus 12 seeds in the Sweet 16. And you're saying this, you're like a chalk here. What are you talking about? One, you got Yale, I, I think Oregon, two, Mexico three. State. All right, three. I mean, highly ranked seeds when going into the Yeah, center. but the thing is, Zach, is that if you look at this, if you look at this bracket this year, it's the top eight seeds and then everyone else. Like everyone else is on equal. The high, the, you know, the three, four, and five I seeds this that. year are teams that have been stumbling to the finish line, teams that have been hot at sometimes or not hot at the times, teams that just aren't built for the tournament. So I think that this year it plays for a lot of upsets until you get to the Sweet 16, the Elite Eight, and then the Final Four are just pretty much chalked. That's fair. I have, that's, I have two, that's what I'm saying. Two when questions I get to that. for the both of you, though. First question, I'm assuming you have this. Who do you like, Iowa State, Houston? And then I'm assuming you have them going to the second round. And then below that, Walford, Seton Hall, first round. Uh, I want to start I'll this go, go, Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I have Iowa State to the Sweet 16. I don't like Big 12 teams. Iowa State screwed me over in 2015. Never forget when they lost to UAB. Shout out Mission Napolitano because he threw away his bracket mid-class. Legendary <laughs> moment. Um, so, but this year, I like Iowa State. I mean, I'm a big conference tournament champion guy. Uh, they, they, those are teams that you want to watch for. Um, I think that they match up well against a lot of teams. They're just balanced. Uh, and then also, I think Wa- Wofford is just like America's darling that people are just picking because it's the name Wofford. I think that they lose to just a downright dirty Seton Hall team. Thugs. Uh, I mean, just thugs. thugs. They are good. I love it. I love watching that, though. That's going to be like the pretty boy America's darling versus the thugs of America. And I'm taking the street ball thugs right there to win that one. Seton Hall upsetting Wofford. I'll take the uh, pretty boys of America. And that <laughs> I, I think this, I personally, besides Nova, and if Marquette's healthy with Howard, I think the big is kind of horrible this year. And Seton Hall played their way into a 10th seed. They could have easily been an 11 seed on a playing game, and they played their way into it in the Big East tournament. Wofford has Watford has been good all year. They played big teams close at the beginning of the season. They haven't played anyone because of their schedule and their conference. But they're going to get a shot at the team. They're going to come out, and I think they're going to play well. They're going to light up the three. I think they win that one. They don't stand a chance against the Chuck, though. Let's Let me tell you it. something about Let's Watford, though. Fletcher McGee. Watford cannot, is not a good rebounding team. Eaton Hall likes to rebound the ball. They're, yeah, they're all guard play. I think, uh, yeah. <laughs> I just I, saying. Uh, I, I saw the looks on your two faces for a second. <laughs> I, I, I think I, I, see, I see my dogs, I see my Horizon League dogs in Wofford, you know, just lighting up the three. Uh, but knocking out Miles Powell, as we saw in the Big East tournament, is not going to be easy. Uh, that guy's playing at an unbelievable pace right now, the way he's carrying that team right now. So I, they, they've already beaten Kentucky too, Seton Hall. I don't think they beat him again. But Miles Powell, you know, potentially, if they go, that's a player to watch. The guy that can absolutely take over the field. Back to the first question, Iowa State, Houston. 
I do believe that's going to be a matchup. I think Iowa State absolutely murders Ohio State by 20 or 25. Ohio State coach is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I know. couldn't agree more. <laughs> and Iowa State is really hot right now, and I always look into that when making a black guy look at how a team's been playing lately. And Iowa State is, they struggled at the end of the season, but picked it up in the Big 12 tournament. They're playing well again, and they show when they play well, they were easily the best team in the Big 12. And I think they're rolling now, so I think they get past Houston too. Yeah, I think Shayok's ready. All right, I think we've uh, we've discussed the brackets, we've discussed the regions. It is now, it is time to discuss our final four teams, our national championship matchup, and our winner. All right, how do we? Who wants to go first? I'll start us off because I'll make some controversy happen with my first pick to the final four. Oh, so, you're so in, I have reason behind it. In the okay. East, I got Duke, Michigan State in the lead eight. I'm taking Michigan State. A little biased, though. But okay. here's my reasoning. Michigan State, Duke struggled with Carolina when they ran up and down the court. Michigan State loves to run up and down the court. They play a little better defense than Carolina does, too. They rebound the ball. And they play good, solid half-court defense. They also got Nick Ward back, who gives them five extra fouls to go against Zion. Now you got Goins, Tillman, and Ward for 15 fouls against Zion if they need it. And, and as Buckley mentioned earlier, Duke cannot shoot the three or free throws. Michigan State can pack in the lane, and Izzo's going to be ready for that matchup. Michigan State is so bad they got that juicy in that region. And they're going to be counted out again, like they always are. And they're going to overcome this deal. Izzo and Marsh back. JB, JB, JB. Let me tell you something. I love the way you think. Michigan State this year is a Final Four team. They keep winning. They just keep winning, and they just win in every way. They win with grit. They win with class. They, I mean, it's just anything you need from this team. Every time you look at, you're like, Michigan State. No way they win that game. This person's out, or this is against them, or that is against them. They just keep winning. Michigan State's going to put themselves in the final four. I mean, all the statistics say Michigan State checks every single box that is. I'll move along, though, to the West now. I got Gonzaga with Texas Tech by Elite Eight. And I'm taking the Zags to win that one. I know I'm yeah. a little – I know earlier in early episodes I kind of talked crap on the Zags, but – I think Roy Hashimoto is good, and I think the loss of St. Mary's kind of woke them up maybe a little. I yeah. think that's going to wake them up a little. If they get past Syracuse in that zone, I think they're going to the Final Four. If not, I think Syracuse – I think the winner of Zaga is Syracuse to make the Final Four, honestly, the winner of that match. Uh, moving oh, on wait, to – Wait, did Zach say his uh... – No, he's just going to do oh, all three. Oh, he's going to do all three. My bad, my bad. Uh, my bad, my bad. My bad, my bad. My bad. I like these numbers. We're doing the uh, South region. South. Yeah. I have Virginia and Tennessee, another one two matchup. I know earlier, I also said Wisconsin would beat Virginia. I'm going oh, back to my board there. you to the final four? No, I'm taking Tennessee. Oh. oh I'm my. taking Tennessee, but I'm going back to my board. I Virginia, Wisconsin this yeah. year, but I do think Tennessee beats Virginia. I honestly, no logic behind it besides. It just can't win in the tournament, I think. So I don't think anything changes. And then in the uh, Midwest, I got Carolina and Kentucky. 
And I think this is a repeat of two years ago, and Carolina beats Kentucky in the Elite Eight once again. I think they have uh, some veteran, uh, not really stall power with Luke May, but he's a good player in there. And then they, they run up and down the floor, and I think they just they can score. And I think that's going to get them past Kentucky. So, All uh, right. Let me go. No, we'll go we on. get to the, the next step. Later, JB. Uh, yeah. For me, in the East, like I said, Botech beating Duke. I think they match up against Michigan State. That's going to be a fun game to watch. That would just be two great guards just going at each other. Who's you know who's getting the last blow? Michigan State's getting it though. Um, I think that Michigan State would beat Duke as well, um, and I think that they match up better against Duke than a Virginia Tech team. So I'm just putting Michigan State into the Final Four. In the West, I have Gonzaga versus Michigan. I've been riding the Zags all year. Um, they're just so good in so many different ways. I think that if they can beat that Hughes team, um, that they're going to just go down. That you can't, you just, you can't guard them simply. Uh, they play great defense as well. So they're in the Final Four. Um, I have Oregon versus Villanova. I'm just kidding. I wish I had Oregon versus Villanova. <laughs> but uh, Virginia versus Villanova. Zach and I talked about this on the last podcast. Virginia's just one of those teams that we've been riding out for so long. You just you don't want to get off the wave because sometime soon they're going to do it. Um, it's like Nova in what, 2016. Everyone counted against them. You got off of Nova. And then next thing you know, Nova's winning the national championship. Um, it has to happen eventually. I think this is the year for it. Um, that, I mean, not that they win. I, we'll talk about that later, but that they make the final four. They can score the ball. Kyle Guy is my favorite person in the world. Um, I think that he can bring this team over the top. Uh, and then in the Midwest, North Carolina versus Kentucky. North Carolina in the Final Four, I just think that they have one of the easiest routes to the Final Four out of any one seed, probably. Um, they just, like JB said, they just match up well against Kentucky. Uh, can, Kentucky, I, I think we've seen them struggle a lot against teams like North Carolina. So, yeah, that's my Final I, Four. Going back. Kentucky also beat Carolina already this season, and I think that goes into a little revenge factor, though, for yeah. Carolina. It's also fall. one of those things where can we talk about, you know, those games at the beginning of the season because they're just so different. I mean, the, the way teams are playing in November is different than the way teams are playing in March. So, Yeah, I mean, if Duke and Kentucky played again, it wouldn't be a 40-point game. So, but, yeah. oh, Zach. Or the I'll talk about the East. Yeah. Um, <laughs> starting in the West, uh, I have in the Elite Eight, Florida State versus Michigan. And I have 70-year-old Leonard Hamilton advancing the Seminoles to the, to the Final Four. Um, I'm just riding that trade. I like their size. I like their athleticism. I like the balance scoring. I like the any night. It can be any one of them. Uh, and I think they can ride that out to the Final Four. So I got Florida State in the West. Going up to the South, I have Virginia versus Tennessee in the Elite Eight. I think Virginia's only problem is facing teams that are a little bigger and a little more athletic. I think we've seen that a couple times this year in their losses to Duke uh, and Florida State. So I think Tennessee's size, athleticism, uh, and just, I, I mean, Jordan Bone, I can't say enough about the way he plays. He's like John Wall, you know, with the jumper right now, the way he plays, the speed, speed side of John Wall. I like Tennessee in the Final Four in the South. Uh, Midwest. I think, I think everyone should have this. I have North Carolina, Kentucky, and North Carolina going to the Final Four, just like you said. Uh, I was so impressed by the way they played Duke. I think if they played Duke again, they, they'd beat him by 15. Uh, the way they run, Kobe uh, White, I mean, his hair is so cool. 
you have veteran <laughs> leadership in, in, in Luke May and Cam Williams. Cameron Johnson can light it up at any moment. He can, that's a guy that could break out. I like North Carolina in the Final Four. In the East, oh God, you guys changed my mind a lot in the East. Because uh, I had Duke, and I really don't want to put Duke. I just, there's no way they make it. But my dilemma is, if I don't put Duke, am I really putting Virginia Tech, Louisville, or LSU in the Final Four? And, like, I don't think I can do that. So, oh, wow. I forgot um, you had to losing so early. Just... <laughs> that, that your Let me tell you something, Zach. I am Let's so tell you battled right now. Let it's me like... tell you something. Last year, I had this exact problem in, in the top left because I had Loyola Chicago. I had them. Wait. And I'm telling you what, you sit there, and on Thursday at 11.30, I'm still going through my mind. I'm like, why the hell am I doing this to myself? But it makes sense to do it. If it makes sense to you for one uh, of those things exactly. to go in the Final Four, just do it. I'll do it. check in the Final Four. I love it. Where's your check in the Final Four? Hold on, I'll help you out here for a second, Zach. I have like Florida State in the national championship. No Zach, I'll, Zach, I'll, Zach, I'll help you out here for a second. What, bro? I don't want to hear about Michigan State. Before, I, really... I, I switched to Michigan State today. One thing, they're going to play. Okay, I know you have them. They're going to play. That's going to be the Elite Eight matchup. Like Michigan that. State, if you, I'll give you a reason to pick Duke over Michigan State, so it's okay. not biased for me. Yeah. Thank you. Michigan State is one of the, they are very unathletic. They are a very unathletic team with boys yeah. in Winston and McQuaid. Oh and God. I'm just not like picturing Zion jumping over one of them to get a rebound. So if they will play, that's one issue Michigan State would have is athleticism. So. All right, I got Duke coming out of the East. Yeah, that's, I, a, that's probably a good choice. I'm sorry. I, I am in a weird – I'm in a bad place right now. I, I think that that's probably like the safest pick, but I just don't trust this Duke team whatsoever i know that zion's just a dog but i don't think that you can just you can't win a final four based off one thing especially when you do so many things just inefficiently like duke does so i just uh, i can't do that myself because i know it's not gonna happen brooksy who's coming out who's winning the national championship so i got michigan state versus Zaga, and i'm taking my spot and i think they keep do you think michigan state's gonna win the national championship no, hold on. Calm down. Calm down. Let me get to my Let me get to my pick. They keep getting it done. Everyone keeps doubting them. They keep getting it done. They scrimmaged Zaga back in October. And scrimmage. They did scrimmage Zaga back in October. Oh. And they, they actually lost them by probably 10 to 15 points, I think it was. Everything you say just makes no sense for you right now. No. They're comparing that. a matchup in October to yeah. Yeah, they remember that scrimmage. That's just remember. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you are unbelievable. All right. Wait, I'm telling you, I trust Winston. They're, he's the best point guard in the country. God's winning the tournament. He can make plays down the stretch of games like I've never seen before. Like, All he right. literally okay. does. So, moving on, yeah. Carolina, Tennessee. I love Carolina. I love the way they run up and down the court. I think it's awesome basketball to watch. I'm They're averaging 86 points per game. Cam Johnson, Kobe White, like, I love those two guys. Then you got Luke May in there who's been there before and done it. So I love Carolina to beat Tennessee. I think Tennessee can't run with them. So I got Michigan State and Carolina in my championship game, a rematch of the 2009 championship game when Carolina demolished Michigan State with Tyler Hansel and Ty Lawson. And, you know, in my bracket, I will probably put Michigan State, but I think, Probably think Carolina is going to win it all. 
I do think Carolina's going to win it all. I think they play the same style, and I think Carolina can do it a little better than Michigan State can. But Michigan State should still be the one seed over Carolina, even though Carolina might be a little better. You're a better man. A little better, but. All right, I like it. Kind of. All right, for me, <laughs> Michigan State versus Gonzaga. I'm taking the Zags. Um, basically, what JB said backs up my are you, point. Are you worried about the October matchup? <laughs> I, they won by 10 to 15 points. So I like it. JB saying that Cassius Winston, you know, we're talking, to, we, we're, we have a guard on Gonzaga that led them to the national championship game before. Um, so I, if you want to talk about guard play, I like what Gonzaga has. They also have a lottery pick. I mean, they have a, a Achilles back. They have players in every single position. Um, so they're going to the championship game to play the winner of Virginia, North Carolina. And once we get to the Final Four, let me tell you something. You need to have a Ken Palm ranked team above 206. Oh, my God, you're so annoying. (laughs) Virginia, they check all the boxes, but they don't have a Ken Palm ranked tempo above 206. In fact, it might be the lowest (laughs) in the nation at 353. Virginia loses to a North Carolina team. Get fired! Wow, <laughs> this is the end of you. Virginia loses to a, <laughs> to a North Carolina team who's just gonna run up and down the court, uh, and just athletic. They just do everything. Um, so, and I think that that's one of those classic where Virginia's gonna get down and they're not gonna adjust their style of play to, to, and um, they're gonna try and stay true to themselves, and it's gonna screw them over, and North Carolina's gonna win. Um, so we're gonna have a matchup of the classic. 2017 national championship game what a game that was let me tell you something you take the over in this game the two of the best offenses in the country but gonzaga they just do it better let me tell you what gonzaga is going to be national championship i've told you guys in like the first episode gonzaga has been slept on they have everything this year everything they score from everywhere you take away one player and they have another person who can pick it up they have the coach they have the guard play they do everything gonzaga is winning the national championship revenge for 2017 Uh, okay um okay mine i'll start on the right side because i don't the left emotional about the left side (laughs) the right side i'm with brooksy 100 percent. i like north carolina over tennessee I don't give a shit about their ranking tempo, Ken Palm. No, you have to worry about Tennessee and just defensive ranking. That's what I you have to worry about. I don't, Buckman. You know what? I don't. <laughs> All right, when they lose, when they lose, don't look at me. I warned you. Because when it comes to March, you throw that to the side. So North Carolina is going to go to the national championship. Who they're going to play, find out when I post my bracket. <laughs> I can't believe I'm doing this. I don't know who they're going to play. I had Duke back in road part four. Why not? I'm panicking. So if Never happened before. Duke, like, damn, first for everything. I don't have anything in your history books for that one, Buckman. So I do like North Carolina winning the national championship as well, though. I think their firepower, the way they're playing, it's kind of got that, that vibe when they beat Gonzaga. Everything's just kind of clicking for them right now. I don't see it stopping. Roy Williams gets another one. They yeah. can just score the ball anytime they want. So, yeah. yeah. But don't be shocked if uh, 19 years later, Izzo gets his second wing this year. So watch out for it. Make it to the second weekend. I'm just looking forward to 2020 when Rutgers makes the tournament. So. Okay, I think that's when we need to stop right there. So <laughs> we, 
This has been a fun one. We'll see. Um, Brooksy, you got some information for us on how our, how our followers can, can join us in this journey? Yes, I will be tweeting at HPT underscore podcast. If you're not following us already, a link to a bracket challenge on ESPN for all of the viewers to join with us three. Uh, Buck, is there a prize for the winner? Or were we doing that? Uh, big gift card. Yeah, we're, yeah big. we're thinking, you know, should we talk? Should we say what the gift card is? No. No, no we'll leave that up. Gift card. Right. <laughs> big hey, gift card. find out. The winner <laughs> will find out what his prize is. So you need to win. Just win. Yep. So look out for the tweet. I'll be uh, posting it either later tonight. Yeah, probably later tonight after this show is released. I love it. Hey, Uh, shout out Burke. Yes, sir. Send us out, Burke. Good luck at everyone's bracket. I'll let the fish rod fly off the back of the boat Got the summertime vibes, ain't no need for a coat I might think of a line, so I'll write it in notes In the morning I'ma check if it sinks or it floats Always got a blunt between the index and thumb Everybody always saying that we too young Hey, I don't need any more advice on my lungs I understand they're black, I rap and it's fun Fin sticking up so they see me coming Catchy gets a wide out, everybody humming Message on red, I don't like the phone buzzing About to drop the bomb, call that shit a dirty dozen Was it too deep, too shallow, was it right? Swimming through the water all day, all night Stay in your lane, cause I'm cruising through mine After all, I got a bag of all these summertime rhymes Got these summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, no one could imagine I'm pretty busy taking in the sunshine Runs in my bloodline, catch me on cloud nine Big bass, back in the John boat Collect these big notes, they try to stay float Summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, feeling like a motherfucking savage It's true, I'm feeling like a savage reborn It's like 21, turn 21 more Together fast as Jack Rob, turn around the corn Headed home, watch me go about 12 bars more Fuck it, I'ma go replace the whole mixtape I just had to go back and make sure the shit's great It is, by the way <laughs> this shit's dope Should probably throw a flag for me coming with the hits late That's just the toll that a fan of this road takes I don't know about that, I just know about this Wherever the crowd at, probably where Burke is That's about as simple as it gets with the equation All I know is it's the end of deep sea navigation Come and get my captain's hat and gather round Ain't nobody know about that, I'll lay it down Fuck it, I could freestyle shit to pass time After all, I got a bag of all these summertime rhymes Got these summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, no one could imagine I'm pretty busy taking in the sunshine Runs in my bloodline, catch me on cloud nine Big bass, back of the John boat Collect these big notes, they try to stay float Summertime rhymes in my baggage Feeling like a savage, feeling like a motherfucking savage